Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 35 of the talking the line podcast thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful monday of bets before we talk some lines give you some value and dive deep into today's slates take a few moments to Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the TTL podcast on. If you like the sound waves that are reverberating off your eardrums and you enjoy the content that myself and my partner put down, go ahead and leave us a rating. We sure do appreciate those five stars and a quick comment if you do have the time. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you can locate the TTL link tree. Within that link tree, you will find all of the TTL crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide, I am your humble host, Colton Colt45 Sroka, And I thank you once again for taking the time to stop by episode number 35 on this beautiful Monday, May 10th, 2021. And if it's your first time stopping by, you're about to find out what happens next. But if you're a loyal listener, you already know. It is my pleasure to bring in the co-host of the Talking the Line podcast, my man who has embarked on this journey with me, and we have been loving every minute of it. We thank you so much for your support before we kick this thing off. But my man, the Sox fan himself, till death do him part, the Green Bay Packers die hard regardless of whatever happens behind those closed doors, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm feeling great, man. I this is news to me that I'm uh, reached legend status now. Hey, I mean, hey, yes, sir. I yes, guess I've sir. arrived. You have arrived. We have arrived on scene. The TTL crew is uh, live and in prime time, my friend. Yes, sir. We are. I mean, we had a solid, nice little, uh, you know, relaxing weekend. Nice. Uh, both of us had a nice little weekend of bets. Both of our baseball teams had a solid weekend. Two out of three for your Cubbies. A nice little sweeperoo for my Sox of the of the old Royals, who seem to be free falling. But uh, yes, they do. Nonetheless, they sure, they sure do. I'll uh, take a nice little sweep any day of the week. Yeah, nonetheless, absolutely. I uh, was hoping I could say the same about my Cubbies in that sweep coming off that big sweep against the Dodgers. They couldn't get it done against the Pirates, but can't win them all. Can't win them all. Two out of three. We snapped the uh, five-game winning streak, lost it, and uh, now we're ready to rock and roll into uh, this upcoming series. I was going to say exactly who it is, but I uh, haven't looked that far ahead on the schedule. Forgive me for not being a uh, Cubs faithful. They've got the Indians on Tuesday. They do have the Indians on Tuesday. Help us out over here. They had the day off. I do apologize. I knew they had today off, and they got the Indians. Usually a pretty good series. You always like like to flash back to 2016 and uh, relive some of those memories when these series with the Indians comes up. Who your socks got, my man? Uh, we've got the Minnesota Twins on Tuesday. First time we're seeing them, I believe. Mm. Those are always some fun series as well. Yeah, always pretty tricky. They're mm. uh, you know they're not looking quite themselves uh, 
so far this year. Yeah, I don't know what's ab- going on. Talk about tricky. I mean, they're, uh, a, they're a tricky team in and them that, of themselves. They've, right. They've been weird. Really I know. Really weird. It uh, seems like some of the guys that have been overperforming the last couple of years have uh, maybe finally come back down to earth. Maybe they're just in an early season slump. I don't know. Could be I'm true. I'm hoping they stay down there because when they are hot, they are red fucking hot. Right. And I don't want any part of that. <laughs> no, I don't sir. want any part of that. I would not either if the uh, Sox were my favorite team of choosing. I, I would not either. Uh, the Bulls have pretty much, uh, while we're on the Chicago track here, the Bulls have pretty much played themselves right out of the playoffs. Uh, no pun intended there. Not, not over until not, it's over. Not over until not it's over. Not over until it's but, over, uh, but it's basically over. Not looking good for the home team by any stretch of the of the word there. So you got that uh, to not look forward to. The Hawks are officially out of it. Yeah, they're definitely out the, of it. Uh, the Preds clinched their spot in the Central this year. So those four teams are set, ready to rock and roll for the NHL playoffs coming. But uh, hey, you know. We can save all this banter and all this nonsense and all the stuff we like to uh, go down a few rabbit holes about for the end of the podcast, for the loyal faithful who decide to uh, stick around for the back half of the Talking the Line podcast. But for today's episode, episode number 35, this beautiful, absolutely gorgeous May 10th, 2021, what a great day to be alive. We have uh, four straight plays coming at you. We got... Two NBA slate uh, plays and two MLB slate picks Yeah, coming for you. As usual, Monday Madness Parlay going to make the appearance. We got three legs on that bad boy. And then, of course, we got the crowd favorite, Moneyline Dice. The they, dice. They need to make... I don't know what's going on. I, I don't, don't know what's going on. I don't either, man. I, they need to... Uh, Another loss and we might be approaching fade the dice season. Uh, yeah, that, that could be very, very, very... Well, unless uh, you know, unless we find another uh, excuse as to why they lost again, and then we're all yeah, the way back on them, who knows? Know, who knows? It, it could be very well at hand that we got to start fading the dice because we are now two and three. Either way, we'll save that for the third segment. But for now, it is time for everybody's favorite segment of the Talking the Line podcast, and that is the TTL Crew's favorite plays of the day. As I previously mentioned. We have four plays coming at you, and we're going to start with the NBA slate. I'm going to take one. Partner's going to take the other. I got the first one kicking things off here today. For the first pick and matchup, we're going to the game between the New Orleans Pelicans and the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, this... uh, Spread was a little bit too big for us. We didn't want to pick too much of a side. The Pelicans came all the way back against the Charlotte Hornets last night and ended up winning 112 to 110. Yeah. So very interesting as to what happened there. But to the game at hand, tip-off is at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time between these two teams. And we're actually looking to the game total. Total at the time of recording is set at 223.5. And we are taking the over 223 and a half. Now, you might wonder a few reasons as to why. And of course, I'm going to tell you, duh, Memphis 3 and 2 to the over in their last five. New Orleans 1 and 4 to the over in their last five, not including last night. They did go to the under. However, they battled all the way back. And I'll tell you why I like that a little bit later on in this analysis. New Orleans is 40 and 27 to the over overall this season. They're 21 and 17 to the over in conference games this season. 7 and 6 to the over on no rest as I mentioned coming in off of that game last night against the Hornets and 8 and 7 to the over with a rest disadvantage. Memphis has a little bit of a uh, one game rest here or one day rest. I'll also tell you about that in just a minute. They're also 17 in 15, the Pelicans are to the over as an away team this season. Now, Memphis is 35 and 32 to the over overall this season. Right. They are 20 and 17 to the over in conference games, 24 and 22 to the over with one day off. So they got that rest in there and 18 and 15 to the over after a win. They are actually coming off of a very, very nice win against the um do apologize raptors, it maybe? was the raptors I, I do believe uh yes it was the raptors 109.99 i wanted to say that but i didn't want to say it too fast and that definitely covers those bases there last two meetings have gone over between the pelicans and the grizzlies honestly 
like it too that the last meeting was in Memphis. The Pelicans won one forty four to one thirteen with a healthy Pelican squad. Everybody was healthy on that team. Now we know they're missing Zion. They're missing Brandon Ingram. Steven Adams is playing again, but he's still a little bit yeah, banged it's up. Still questionable, and it's I think, questionable. for Monday. Yeah. So in my mind, the way I'm seeing this, this is a Memphis revenge game. They very likely will put up at least 120-plus on the right. Pelicans who have been shaky. They're going to want to hang yeah. some numbers. If I know Job Morant is any type of a player, he's going to want to come out and do that. And I believe just by looking at where the Pelicans have scored lately, 112 last night and then in their previous five games, 107, 108, 108, 140, but that was in overtime, and then 109. I see them scoring somewhere between 108 and 110. So 120 to 110 in my book, that definitely goes over the 223 and a half. Yeah, that takes care of business, no question about it. And I mean, this late in the season, you worry about some teams taking some night off, uh, some nights off. But uh, these two teams are not in that category. They're still fighting for either playoff seating mm-hmm. or you know, in the mm-hmm. Pelicans' case, trying to get back into that top ten here. Yeah, the. The Grizzlies are actually still fighting with the Warriors for that eighth, ninth Eight, spot, nine spot, right? Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. That uh, definitely another playoff implication game here. So I think yeah. the Grizzlies come out, hang some points, and I think the Pels keep pace but ultimately fall short at the end. Either way, we love the over 223.5 in the Pelicans versus Grizzlies matchup. That is our first pick on today's NBA slate. Now, for the second pick on today's NBA slate, you already know we take it one and one right down the middle. So our mags has got this next play locked down. We're headed to the matchup between the Milwaukee Bucks and the San Antonio Spurs. First tip at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Partner, what are we taking out of this matchup? My man, we are taking the away team, the Milwaukee Bucks, minus seven and a half at the time of recording over the Spurs. Spurs are in a rough spot right now. They are not playing well at all. They are one in six straight up over their last seven, three, their last three losses were by double digits. Only win during that span was the Sacramento Kings. The uh the Milwaukee Bucks here are rolling off five straight wins in a row, and they get a nice little couple days rest after that hot stretch. Uh, they still have uh, these Bucks still have a shot at the two seed at the time of recording. They are a half game behind the 76ers That's uh, you know, not the end of the world if they don't get it. But it definitely is nice, you know, get that little bit of a home uh, court advantage over that assumed matchup in the second round, assuming Sixers and Bucks both make it there. Bucks get home field advantage, home court advantage, not home field advantage. Whatever. I love it. You sound like me. Anyways. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you know, probably get to avoid a team like the Hawks or the Knicks or the Heat who are playing well here in that sixth spot. That's definitely a nice jump there. Right. Uh, but the biggest thing that I like in this matchup is that the Bucks are playing well. They get a couple days off and the Spurs are just looking rough as all hell right now. Yeah, it does seem like a lot of points, you know, seven and a half is a lot of points, but everything you're saying there leads to the Milwaukee Bucks covering this spread by at least two to three points. Mm-hmm. I was also looking that Milwaukee does average 119.9 um, points per game this overall yeah, this they're season. Scoring it right yeah, now. they're scoring it. We're getting towards the end. They're also scoring it a lot, but they're actually winning games by uh, plus 6.2 differential of that. So, uh, or they're actually putting up more points than that 6.2. So you think 225 right around in that ballpark. 226 somewhere in there and then san antonio 126 or 126 i I apologize 126 was doing uh way too fast math there 126 (laughs) and then uh san antonio is averaging 110 um so right around in that ballpark and their uh differential is right around plus three to plus four so even if they're right at 114 right uh, 125, you got plenty of a cover, minus seven and a half. There. Right, and I mentioned the st- seeding spot of it there for the Bucks. Obviously, they want to jump in the second spot, but if they were standing pad here in the three seed, looking like they had nowhere to go, you know, a few games left, maybe they would take a night off, whatever. I don't mm-hmm. think that's happening tonight. Yeah, the way, especially especially the way these teams are, are scoring the ball. No question. Yep. And uh, Milwaukee will continue to get the job done, even though they uh, had a couple close games here in their last few. They had to battle with the Brooklyn Nets, yeah, they had people. to battle with the Nets. Give them a break. They had some time off. Now they're ready to hang another big, big score on the road. So take 
if you want to cash with the TTL crew, the Milwaukee Bucks, minus seven and a half or whatever the current best line you can find it at on your favorite sports book. Now, I told you we had four plays. We've already covered two of them. So that means, as we said, we're skipping over NHL for a little while. It's still a little bit of a toss-up. You know, we're still looking back and forth. You don't really know. The Philadelphia Flyers should beat the Devils, but who knows? It might be a toss-up. The Bruins should beat the Islanders, but who knows there? And then it should honestly be a stomping by the Jets over the Vancouver Canucks, but then the Canucks could definitely win there. Yeah. So needless Too to much say, unpredictability. we are going to stay far away for, from that for a little bit. We did, however, find one play we like for the Monday Madness Parlay, but I digress. So we do have two MLB picks coming at you today. Our mags has got the first pick, and I'm going to let him tell you all about it and why we're all over it. All righty, my man. We're going to take uh, a little first five action here. Uh, 5.35 p.m. Central Standard Time start. We're taking the Reds versus the Pirates, and we're taking the Pirates' first five plus a half. Now, you might be thinking, what's going on here? The Reds are one of the best teams against right-handed pitchers. However, Mm. Mm. and in this case, you got Tyler Molly versus Mitch Keller, both righties. Like I said, Reds have strong numbers versus right-handers. However, all of those numbers come at home, and I don't just mean all of those numbers. I mean all. All of those numbers. They are dead last in every major batting category versus right-handers on the road. Dead last. Not middle of the pack. Dead fucking last. Oh, I'm hearing you, partner. Batting average. OBP. Slugging. OPS. All of it. Dead last. Oh, yeah. On the road against righties. Uh, And, uh, you know, this Mitch Keller guy, he's coming off of a nice big bounce back start here against the Padres last time out. Zero earned runs over, I believe, five and two-thirds. Uh. And, you know, these uh, these home and road splits, they don't just start and end with the batting numbers. First five runs, top four, I believe they're number four overall in the entire MLB home or away. But then you get them on the road, dead last. Mm. Dead last. Yeah. 1.43. Uh, and then you compare that to Pittsburgh here, who at home, they are top 10 with 3.08 first five runs at home. Mm. I mean, they're just a, the Reds are just a shell of themselves on the road. It is can't explain it any other way than that. Honestly, yeah. it is a very weird split. We our eyes caught the game right away, and we said, "Oh, Reds first five money line." Reds no versus question. a righty, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely, Red, no Reds question. Versus a and then we dove a little bit deeper into it, and then we started looking into some of the bets and the money. And it was actually surprising that at the time of recording, when we did look at some of the bet and money spread percentages on this game, as I try and pull it up quickly here uh, while I'm talking, (laughs) and also filling some words. I don't know why I'm trying to. Cincinnati is actually getting 84% of the bets and 84% of the money on the money line. And on the spread, they're getting 61% of the bets and 73% of the money. I don't know who's throwing that big of money right now at the Reds. However, makes zero sense we're like okay that raises some more red flags there right so no pun intended no no pun intended at all and as you said man there is no denying how hard the red Sox fall off on the road or i'm sorry the reds fall (laughs) off on the road i was looking at yourself there looking at our next play not to uh foreshadow Uh, yeah and then the pirates you know the pirates are it's not like they're tops in the league against righties at home or anything like that but they hold their own they're top 10 uh like i said first five runs at home they're uh, top half of the league in the batting uh, categories here against righties at home. Mm. It just doesn't doesn't make sense. Yeah, it feels like a play that the public is going to be all over. So when they're zigging, we're going to zag. Big zag. So for the first MLB pick of the day out of the two we're taking, our favorite MLB picks of the day, we are hammering in the Pirates' first five run line plus a half. And for the second, gave you the first. Now, here's the second. I'm taking this one, telling you why you need to hammer it in and why it is also one of our favorite MLB plays of the day. For the second play of the day on today's MLB slate, I kind of got ahead of myself. My partner uh, said there, we are going to the matchup between the Red Sox versus the Baltimore Orioles, and we are taking the Red Sox first five money line. Now, if you bet with me or you bet with a lot of other cappers, you might have also taken the Boston Red Sox first five money line or run line Mm -hmm. yesterday. 
and it did lose. Now, do not worry because I lost as well, but there is a very specific reason why we're coming right back to this bet because it is a guaranteed hitter. There is no reason to think that this bet is going to lose two days in a row. Let me tell you why. The Boston Red Sox in the first five innings over their last five games have scored 20 runs compared to the Baltimore Orioles eight runs over their last five innings in the first five innings. Now, Boston also ranks second in the MLB in first five inning runs scored. They're averaging 3.47, and it actually doesn't matter if they're on the road or if they're playing at home. They're averaging 3.47 as well, both on the road and home. Baltimore, 21st in the MLB in first five runs scored. They're only averaging 2.15 runs scored per game in the first five innings and at home. They're averaging 1.81 and on the road 2.47. Not that it matters, but that home is where we really like to see the 1.81 average. Boston is eighth in the MLB in first five runs allowed per game at 2.26 average. At home, they are allowing 2.79, but the real kicker here, on the road, they're only allowing 1.6 runs per first five innings. And to cap it off here on some first five stats, Baltimore is 20th in the MLB in first five runs allowed, averaging 2.73 runs per first five innings. At home, 3.75 first five inning runs per game allowed. And I also really love the pitching matchup here. Yeah. Uh, Perez versus Lopez. Perez is a lefty uh, coming for Boston, if you didn't know, and Lopez righty on Baltimore. Boston is actually fifth in the MLB. They're averaging a batting average of 244 against righties on the road with a 316 OBP and a 775 OPS partner. Lopez, actually his last time out, Against Boston, he's had an opportunity to face them, and it wasn't so hot. Not good at all. Only went four innings, gave up eight hits, seven earned runs, only had four Ks, a walk, and gave up two long balls over that four-inning stretch. He only had 68 pitches and was averaging about 17 innings a pitch, or 17 pitches an inning. I said that backwards. However, I could not love this play more again, not to mention that three of those games already for those first five stats have come against these exact same Baltimore Orioles. The Boston Red Sox are ripping the cover off the ball, for lack of a better term here lately. And I don't know about you, partner, but I am running to the window to smash this ticket in. Yeah, I'm all you couldn't have said it better. I'm all over it. 150%. So for the second favorite play coming out of the MLB slate for today's TTL Cruise favorite plays. Whew, that was a mouthful. We are taking the Boston Red Sox first five money line. Hammer that bad boy in at whatever the best current line you're seeing it at on your favorite sports book. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the TTL Cruise favorite plays of the day. We're keeping it light. We're keeping it tight for your Monday bet slip. We're getting back on the right track. Me and Mags both had some solid days yesterday. We are uh, changing the way we're doing some things here, which will give you some updates and a little bit of back and forth in the banter minutes. However, we uh, absolutely love these four plays. So one more time, just so you got them, make sure you have your sports book out. Make sure you have your pens and your paper out if you still take your plays to the bookie. The TTL Crew's four favorite plays of the day for Monday, May 10th, 2021. We are taking from the NBA slate, the Pelicans versus Grizzlies over 223.5. The Milwaukee Bucks minus 7.5. From the MLB slate, the Pittsburgh Pirates first five run line plus a half. And the Boston Red Sox first five money line. Lock all those bad boys in. Sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Hammer them home at whatever the best current line you are finding them at on your favorite sports book. And for the second segment of today's pod, episode number 35, holy smokes, we're past the quarter of a century here now. Can't even believe it. A decade past a quarter of a century. Yeah. Just drop that little bit of knowledge on your, your dome there, it's pal. good math, bud. How about that, pal? 
How about that? Is that your math redemption from yeah, earlier? You're damn right, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so for the second segment, we, uh, as I was saying earlier in the pod, the Monday Madness Parlay. That's right. Three legs this week. Partner, I'm going to let you kick things off. Doesn't matter if you start from the top or from the bottom. I'm going to uh, pull out the old sports book here, see if we can get some odds, some on, odds this on this bad boy. And uh, whatever you want to take, whatever you don't take, I'll uh, jump here in, in here in just a second and uh, let you all know after you give some solid analysis, my man. All righty, my man. Uh, we're going to start here with the uh, our NBA leg here. And we're going to be taken out of the Pacers versus Cavs game. At the time of recording, we've got Pacers minus two and a half over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, this Cavs team is coming in as ice cold as any team in the league right now. They have lost 10 in a row. Uh, Pacers are playing well over their last couple of games. Get a nice win over a hot Atlanta team. Take a hot Wizards team all the way down to the wire in OT. Uh, But the big reason here, uh, aside from the Pacers playing well right now, is that the Cavs are just absolutely tanking as hard as they can for that uh, probably second worst record in the the NBA here. Uh, There's like a five-team race for that uh, second worst odds here. And... uh, the way the Cavs are playing, it looks like that's uh, that's what they're gearing towards. And uh, like I said, it is a rough, rough stretch. Ten straight losses. Uh, so you're giving us two and a half, or laying two and a half for, uh, for the Pacers here. I feel like that's an easy, easy cover. And the Pacers have actually been a better uh, road team than they have a home team here. So Yeah, absolutely. I could not agree more with you on uh, some of those Pacers insights. I mean, the Pacers, uh, that was one of the main things I was going to say is it is so odd this year in a, another kind of strange COVID year, start to the year, how well they have played on the road compared to being in their home court. They have uh, covered spreads a lot more handily yeah. uh, on the road. So we absolutely love them to get it done for the first leg of the Monday Madness Parlay against a terrible t- Cavs team that is tanking by the second as it ticks off the shot clock. Yeah, you got, uh, yeah, just to hammer that tanking point home, you got the Thunder, Wolves, Magic, Cavs, and Pistons. Four of them have 21 wins. Pistons have 20. So not too uh, far of a drop there for that second worst uh, second worst odds there. Not too far of a drop at all. Quick little update for you. Got all of the uh, plays locked in here. So we got some odds on this bad boy. I'm okay. not going to let you know till we get all three plays here. So for the second play on the Monday Madness Parlay, since I'll let you take the third one, partner, okay. I'll go ahead and grab our NHL play. We are taking the Boston Bruins money line for the second leg of the Monday Madness Parlay. Let me get a couple of windows closed here so I can tell you exactly why. Now, the Boston Bruins have played really solid lately. They got their playoff spot secured. They're uh, they're not worried about all too much in the East right now. And that's one of the main things that uh, we're looking at here in this situation. Now, the Islanders are only one point back from them, so this could do have some serious seeding implications and uh, whether you get home or away ice so we like them to really apply the pressure to lock down that third spot in the east here tonight especially against this islanders team that has been so hit or miss lately it's not even funny the islanders have only won um in their last five games they've only won two it's they had they won one game against the Rangers and then they went on a three game losing streak to Buffalo twice and to the Devils once and then they turned around and won by four goals to the Devils. They're so hit or miss lately and old consistent Boston has been absolutely laying goals in net left and right. They haven't scored under three goals in their last six games they've been absolutely lighting up the net and you can't really say the same for the islanders that is one of the main reasons or most of the main reasons why we love boston here however the islanders are two and five straight up in the last seven meetings in boston those have uh, actually 90 percent of those have been this year on this season um, and we love for that trend to continue here with this one tonight. The line is not too long, so we decided to slap it on the Monday Madness Parlay. Puck drop is at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. So 
We absolutely love Boston's defense also to stay hot, hot, hot. They're fourth in the NHL goals allowed per game, second in shots allowed per game, and second in penalty kill percent. Love them to get the job done and secure a spot here on that third third spot in the East. Lock it down. So that's the second leg of the Monday Madness Parlay, the Boston Bruins money line. And the third leg, partner, what are we hammering in? All right, third leg, last leg, last baseball game of the evening here on Monday, 8.45 p.m. Central Standard Time, first pitch. Nitroglycerin pills. Yes, sir. And uh, we're going to be taking the, out of the Rangers and Giants game, we're going to take the Giants money line. Giants are an absolute wagon, so to speak, here at home this season. They are 12-4. and And they've got Mr. Alex Wood on the mound, three and O out of four starts, one nine six ERA. He's got a tough opponent in uh, Kyle Gibson. Uh, however, Alex Wood has been absolutely incredible. Has not allowed more than two runs uh, in a single start this year. Uh, both uh, both two runs that he allowed, both games where he allowed two runs, was against the Rockies, uh, tough division opponent there. But uh, you know this Giants team. They are number one in the league at opponents' run per game. They are number two in the league at home. Uh, at home, it's even stingier. Two point six runs per game allowed. Um, and the uh, you know the Rangers can't quite say the same. They're pretty much straight up middle of the pack there. Uh, but I just love, love, love Alex Wood to keep the Rangers under. You know two or less yeah and uh you know i think the giants put up at least four or five here yeah sub two era on the season for alex wood three and oh record man i mean he's great on the surface he's great on the deep numbers i think san francisco uh will get the job done offensively as well as you said i mean their bats have been hot hot at home so for the third leg of the Monday Madness Parlay. We're taking the San Francisco Giants money line. We're parlaying those three bad, got? bad boys together, just so you remember. I guess in time succession, the Boston Bruins will puck drop first. The Boston Bruins money line is the first leg. Second leg, Indiana Pacers minus two and a half with first tip at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And San Francisco Giants money line, first pitch, 8.45 p.m. Central Standard Time. Parlay those bad boys up for the Monday Madness Parlay with the TTL crew, and you're going to get some juicy Plus 397 odds. Okay. We're almost paying out four to one on this bad boy. So you put 20 bucks down, you're paying out 79.46. Grand total payout for just under a hundo dollars for a little special play on your Monday bet slip. I love it. How about that action? Sounds good to so me. So lock that bad boy in. That's the TTL crew special play today. The Monday Madness Parlay. New York Islanders. Oh, no, no, sir. No, sir. No, 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 sir. no, no. no sir. <laughs> uh, forget I even said that. Here we go. Monday Madness Parlay. Hit the rewind button. Monday Madness Parlay. Boston Bruins money line. Indiana Pacers minus two and a half. San Francisco Giants money line. Parlay those bad boys up. Plus 397 odds. Whatever the best current line you're finding them at on your favorite sports book and let's run today's monday madness special play to the damn window degenerates i'm not taking a loss for the life of me today not i'm taking no I, for an answer i'm not allowing it to happen good energy good juju into this special play today ladies and gentlemen so lock that bad boy in all right there's the special play, and there are our favorite plays, are our favorite plays of the day. Now, you know what time it is. Third segment of episode number 35 of the Talking the Line podcast. That's right. The dice are back. The dice are back. After a hot start, 2-0, and oh, ladies and gentlemen, they have lost three straight. They are now 2-3. and three. Overall, on the Talking the Line podcast, I don't think I have any excuses this time around. I didn't have uh, any excuses to drop in the hat my, this time either, my friend. I, I don't know what happened. It's uh, it's quite strange that that uh, this seems to be to be happening to the dice. So hey, write them or fade them at this point. Two and three overall record. We're actually going to switch things up. No NBA, no MLB. We're going NHL play. I told you how much of a crapshoot it's been lately. So we're going to a matchup that's actually some really odd lines. 
really oddly opened lines and actually really tight lines as a matter of fact. So that's why we're making it the money line dice roll of the day. We're headed to the ice for the matchup between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers. Puck drop is at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Now, if you didn't know by how I set them in succession, actually, hold on a minute. Before we get into this nonsense of the Lightning versus Florida Panthers money line dice roll, if you're a regular, you know this already. If you haven't got your own set, what in the world are you doing? But if you're a newcomer and a first-time listener, you can get your own Moneyline Dice. That's right. Easy as can be to get. Go to MoneylineDice.com. Head on over to this episode's description. I'll actually drop the link in there as well. You can smash that link, pick out your Moneyline Dice or any of the other merchandise that they have on their website. And at checkout, enter code TTL10. That is TTL10. L one zero at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off of your first order on MoneylineDice.com. So don't wait. Lock that in. Get your discount and start rolling some dice. When you can't uh, figure out what plays to lock in, if you don't want to ride with the crew, if you don't find any other value outside of what the crew's giving you, roll some dice and let the dice tell you what you need to hammer in. Give him a nice little roll. (laughs) I wanted to see what you were going to say there. So there we go. Get your uh, Moneyline Dice. Code TTL10 at checkout, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to get 10% off. So back to the roll for today. Tampa Bay Lightning, Florida Panthers. The Tampa Bay Lightning are the away team, and the Florida Panthers are the home team. Tampa Bay actually opened up as the underdog, plus 100. Florida, minus 120 favorite. So as per usual we're gonna roll for home or away we're gonna start things off with the die that has the a and the h tampa bay or florida die dice die or dice i don't know i think it's just one die who are we gonna take today in a three in a two in a one That'll be the Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers, the home team, the dice have selected the Florida Panthers. Now for uh, ATS or Moneyline. It's going to be some real juicy minus one and a half or what? Here we go. ATS or Moneyline in a three, in a two, in a one. It is a Moneyline. It is a Florida Panthers Moneyline. Ladies and gentlemen, the dice have spoken. Hammer in. Florida Panthers money line or fade it if you don't trust the dice. But either way, the dice have spoken on Florida Panthers money line for their favorite play of the day. Let me write that down so I don't forget because, you know, as a good supporter of the product, I always ride what the dice We got to ride with them for now. I always ride what the dice say. We'll see. It's a two and three record. We ain't we we ain't dropped out of the doggone nah. boat yet. We're still nah. rowing the boat. We ain't fell in the water yet for crying out loud. So all right. NHL Florida Panthers money line. The dice have spoken. There you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. If you are one of the regular degenerates who just pops on by uh, for just some picks and plays and some good analysis behind those and for some regular old-fashioned ticket cashing. That's all we got for you. There's the picks. There's the special play. The dice have also told you what you need to be locking in. We got nothing else for you. Now, if you want to hang around, we're going to kick it down into first gear. We're going to slow it down. We're going to give you a few updates here with the TTL crew. We're going to have a little banter, talk some news, talk some sports nonsense, some sports gambling, gossip. Let's rock and roll here, partner. Let's do it. So, I guess first things first, let's uh, let's just uh, kind of let the cat out of the bag here, I do suppose. Um, a lot of people have been asking, and uh, actually had a good friend of mine the other day, um, well, I don't know how so good if they weren't listening to the doggone podcast, but I'm <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, either way, the first thing they asked was, oh, you guys aren't on YouTube. I was, oh, geez. 
uh, yeah, we've been working on it. We've been working on it. So the reason why it has been taking so long is there, uh, there's like special, not only software, but special certain, well, what do you call it? Not equipment, I guess. Equipment, I guess you could call it that to get us, uh, you know, to get us to the standard that we're trying to get to at least. Mm. So, sorry, quick little sip of water there. Um, so yeah, I mean, one thing you'll find out about me is uh, I'm kind of a perfectionist in everything we do and, and Olar Max keeps me balanced in between. However, I don't want to come on YouTube and look like a bunch of doodle bobs yeah. to you guys. Uh, we want to have good, clear video, good, clear audio. We want to have it look like a good professional show, like it already has been, like we are. I mean, this is our it's our passion. This is our careers. This is what we are doing. So we want to roll it out professionally and actually looking looking well for you guys. We don't right. we want to have it all looking goofy. So that uh, is on the horizon. We have not officially set a date yet. We do have one in mind. We think the uh, stars are starting to This align, month at least? But it is going to be this, this month. This month at least. It'll be okay. this month, no question. So if uh, you've been trying to find us on YouTube, it will be available very, very soon. We'll definitely uh, keep you all updated. Of course, we'll put it on our link tree. Of course, probably if you tune into the podcast, you say, oh, our first official YouTube episode, you'll probably know, hey, we're on YouTube now. I better right on <laughs> better it. slide over there. And we'll let you know as far as also, because um, with, with that, we also have additional content. I mean, we're going to be on this 24-7 now, so you'll be able to find TTL content all day long here um, within the uh, next next week or so. We'll let you know all those updates are well. Nah, not this week, definitely coming uh, up next week. So definitely stay tuned for all of those updates as well. But We'll uh we'll keep everything tight, concise. We'll make sure we uh, get it out to you and and don't skip on skip on anything because we got some big stuff coming. We don't and kind of what I was saying there as well is it might be tips and slip sports media YouTube. It might be the talking the line YouTube. Um, we just have multiple other things that we want to put out. So ultimately, when it rolls out, it'll be the most pristine and perfect and not trying to cut corners yeah we're not trying to cut corners and once we do it we don't want to have to go back and redo it right so just bear with us have a little bit of patience and then man i can't wait to in in having video i just i can't wait to connect on that level too yeah because it just being able to talk and see the person just brings the whole other level like oh so these guys are as fun and cool as they sound. They're not just some guys trying to make this up. Like, hey, you can look at me right now, and I'm I'm not flubbing this energy or any of this. Like, this is this is who I am. Yeah, <laughs> I am I am a pretty pretty up guy, and I bring the energy. And it's uh, not to mention nine thirty on Sunday night right now as we're recording this. So, yeah, so can uh, you fucking imagine what it's gonna be like when I got a couple cups of Joe in me at yeah. seven thirty, eight thirty in the morning, and we're live on. YouTube rocking and rolling. Right fresh in the morning. And then, hey, we're going to be streaming on Twitch. We got a another show. Yeah, we'll call it a show. We got another show very, very soon on the horizon. In the works. Maybe even within this month as well, depending on how everything shakes out there. So we'll have that show available as well. That one might be in a more limited edition, not every single day. Uh, Nighttime show if you will yeah uh so definitely stay tuned for that as well can't wait to uh can't wait to bring that i mean that is gonna be the shit so yeah definitely you guys it's in the works and yeah uh, big time yeah we're excited about that one big time uh super excited about that um what else we got coming man we got uh well i got a website planned uh that's gonna be coming up here soon as Mm -hmm. well uh i want to get i want to get a discord rocking and rolling we'll have that with some twits and stuff as well so uh, we've thought about everything we've brought every corner we've just we've had to uh make some life's life changes if you will Mm -hmm. and uh put ourselves into a position to be able to carve do this, out the so. time yeah so we're uh we'll let you know when we are 100 percent the 
talking the line crew is 24 7 you can find us uh in the tips and slips sports media crew if you will myself and mags and uh, as it continues to grow and as we continue to grow as a brand and as a company so that's uh kind of my soapbox on that nonsense going on uh i guess it's not really nonsense big news no definitely not nonsense no i uh just kind of kind (laughs) of said that out of nowhere (laughs) but uh but uh what what you got any anything you got uh i mean on top of that i don't think you missed anything i'm trying to think i mean uh you know i'm sure we'll have plenty of other uh putting the cart before the horse but i just want to get you guys juiced up and you know what I, you're hearing isn't the end of what no what we got not even close to uh, the bottom the the the, the, the very tip, tip of the yeah. ice this is just taking the ball roll I mean I mean yeah we just wanted to let you guys know like hey we're here we we ain't going nowhere we're cashing tickets we're winning we're winning money all day long but hey yeah I mean that's the other thing going. we're gonna have plenty more time to oh. read lines. Oh. We're not going to have to make plays the night before yeah. anymore. No, I sir. mean, not going to have any uh, NBA action where the you got a lock of the century and then the best player on the team yeah. sits out an hour before the game. None of that. And as much as I hate to say it, man, that stuff matters. It matters, matters, matters. And especially trying to research line. Like, there's a certain extent of research that I do at night. Of course, even on the weekends or whatever. But it's all about also getting up early and hunting winners, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the name of the game. Yeah, the morning hunt is uh oh nothing oh, but yeah. it. Cup yeah. of Joe, nice cup of agua next to it. Yep. You got maybe some team rankings, maybe some covers, maybe some. Oh jeez, uh, turned you on to fan graphs there fan for the MLB. Ooh yeah, baseball references good. Basketball references good. Oh, there's just I mean you can comb through stuff for days, but you got to know what you're looking for because I mean they can get really, really, really complicated. Yeah, I mean we'll see if our uh, Reds research is spot on there with the uh, you know road records there, road stats. I don't get it. Well, that's why I hammered the shit out of them too. Is I uh, or hammered? Uh, I was thinking you you were never mind. Forget me. I was thinking you were thinking <laughs> Red Sox, but yeah. I think uh, that's spot on, man, because I would have hammered the absolute mess out of the Reds. And we almost uh, did. Yeah. I started to write it down, and yeah. then you said, hang on, let's look at some other yeah. stuff here. And the deeper you get, it's just like, eh, maybe maybe not. And I'm definitely thinking maybe not, because I'm hammering the hell out of that play. Pirates. That's, that's probably one, one of my favorite, the Pirates run line. Yeah. I would definitely say so. Uh, past weekend, what did uh, I mean? Not aside happened? from just the uh, ho hum here, the end of the NBA and NHL Shit, season. It was a good UFC card. Yeah, not bad. Uh, it wasn't oh, bad. I, oh, my bad here. I know what I wanted to talk about here was Cowboy. Tough to see Cowboy yeah. go out like that. I mentioned it on uh, what Friday's pod. I can't remember if it was Friday or Friday Wednesday. or Wednesday. Either way, I said I just don't want him to go out like Don or like <laughs> like Donald Troy, like Chuck Liddell did, man. Yeah, like the ice. It's looking like the that, Iceman man. was one of my favorite, and I mean Morono came in on five days' yeah. notice, bub. And yeah. he he looked worked fucking fine. His ass. He looked he solid. Worked his ass. I don't even know if Cowboy really got off a of punch to tell you the truth. It's not really. Maybe one. I think there might have been one decent shot that he had. So now the question that I had was, after that that fight tied him for the record of most UFC fights, Right? does he come back despite this losing record, despite him looking like a shell of himself to, you know, claim that record for himself? Yeah, maybe. I I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it, especially if it's going to be something like that. Maybe you bring in an old dog, maybe like a legacy fight yeah, or something, yeah, like another yeah, old yeah. dog that's that's in the welterweight division. I don't know. I another another actually speaking of welterweight division, another one that was an absolutely great fight was Neil Magny yes. Neil Magny versus Jeff Neal. Yeah. Not to be uh, confused there with the names. I actually had Jeff Neal. Uh, he has, I believe it's hands of yeah, it's hands of steel. I was going to say hands of steel, and his nickname is Hands of Steel right. Neal. He throws some bombs, but uh, after that rough loss to Kiesa, Magny made some adjustments in his game. He uses distance, he uses length, and he put in work. He tapped up, tapped up Jeff Neal pretty, pretty well yeah. all night long. And anytime Neal tried to get his game going, he was just forced to clinch up, and it kind of ended up being a boring fight. But if if you're kind of into the arts and the sciences of it, I mean. 
<laughs> Neil Magny came out and fought the fight that he needed to and fought yeah. the rebound fight that uh, was perfect to his game plan. Yeah, 100%. He was a nice, nice little underdog action there, too. Yeah, a lot of uh, people were actually smashing in Diego Ferreira. Yeah. Uh, let me give him a sec. Fiera. Um, he was the underdog in that matchup against Gregor Gillespie. And Gregor Gillespie, he was actually super emotional. Gregor Gillespie won the fight, and it was via KO, TKO. It was actually a TKO. It was great. And Gregor, it was wild, man. End of the first round. He looked so tired. He looked so beat up. Matter of fact, he even had kind of a wobble going over to the stool. He was a good five feet away from the stool, and he had a wobble. And DC even said something about it, like, oh, my gosh. Like, wow, he's super tired. And that kind of became the storyline of him going into the second round. Minute in, he caught this win that I don't think anybody thought he had. And he started working Fieda. I mean, it. he just kept at the takedown, at the takedown, at the takedown. Maybe at the two and a half minute mark, he got him down. And you just saw Diego stop fighting. Like he stopped trying to get up and he started resting. Just kept working him, working him, kept the pace. And then just finally got him on. He was on his back, flattened him out and just started dropping bombs. And I mean, (laughs) Diego couldn't do nothing. Right. And I, I was honestly surprised. But as I was saying, Gregor Gillespie, super emotional. He hadn't won a fight since 2019, man. And really? Yeah, hadn't won a fight since 2019. The last one uh, he had been in, he got knocked out. Um, it was a head kick knockout. I can't remember who he was fighting. It was on the card that uh, Sugar Sean also had a great knockout. But either way, um, yeah, it's it just crazy, crazy story how he came back. And uh, just a uh, collegiate wrestler. He's actually 34 years old now. Um, but he won a NCAA championship, Division One championship. So that's crazy. Phil Hawes, Kyle Daukus was an absolute ball scrap and a half. I don't even know what word to call that thing because Kyle Daukus had Phil Hawes asleep. Phil Hawes clinched up and he closed his eyes and put his head on his shoulder. He had him so rattled. I mean, he hit him with seven, eight shots in a row that were just bombs 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 and phil hawes came out won the unanimous decision yeah i mean phil hawes is probably i i mean he's close for in contention he even said it he's like i'm just keeping my eyes focused on izzy it'd be an interesting ass fight because he is he's he's a couple more fights give him a couple more fights but he is uh he's starting to make a name for himself he's especially against kyle daukas kyle daukas is yeah that's (laughs) no scrub there not Certainly no scrub. I mean, looking ahead now, you got uh, you know another pay per view coming up here this next weekend. <laughs> Little Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler mm. title fight here for the lightweight division. Yeah, I I absolutely can't wait. So why why is this the title? Oh, it's because uh, Habib um uh, vacated yeah vacated relinquish whatever you want to call it so wow his second fight in the ufc <laughs> michael chandler gets the opportunity to become the ufc yeah that's why lightweight king well he ran bellator he said he ran it before bellator he, he came did. in who did he, he did. knock out in the in his first fight was it dan hooker the hangman the hangman he hooker. smoked him he and fucking smoked him dom cruz has a uh not one of the not one of the breakdown things on ESPN plus. Oh, uh, I can never think of what detail? the detail, not one of those things, but one of the ones that are similar on there. And he talks about how with his reach disadvantage, that being Michael Chandler, he backs down his opponent, continues to chase him down, chase him down, chase him down. And instead of wailing that left hook around and leaving himself open, he changed his stance just walked one right foot in and then as soon as hooker put his hands down because he saw he was changing stances and trying to cut him off he just walked right right into it left hook good night yeah i mean it was was impressive he made his mark right away beautiful oh it's absolutely beautiful i mean the the possibilities in the in that division if uh michael chandler takes takes over i mean (laughs) like you said 
It'll yeah. be it'll be a year worth of good fights, my friend. Well, yeah, dude. we got McGregor Poirier coming up pretty mm. soon here. Mm. You got Justin Gagey. Mm. You got another guy in that division on this card, the co-main event, Tony Ferguson. Mm. Uh, but hey, you honestly can't look past Charles Oliveira either. No, Charles Oliveira is—he's uh, actually the favorite. He's a monster on the feet. He's a monster on the ground. You can't look past past him for one second, or else that will. Uh, that that will end in a very sorry defeat for Michael Chandler. Yeah, However, he, like you said, Tony Razorblades Ferguson versus Benil Dariush. I Dariush has been making a name for himself. We'll see if Ferguson is one of those old dogs too, like Cowboy. That uh, I don't want to say that about the man because he is still a stone cold killer. But we'll see what happens. Now, granted, it was against Justin Gaethje in his last fight. He's been out a while. We'll see what happens. So. I don't know. Also, hey, you got Jack Hermanson and Edmund Shabazian. Haven't seen Shabazian fight. Man, I feel like forever. Yeah, because August 1st of 2020, he lost to uh, Derek Brunson. But, man, he was probably one of my top UFC light heavyweights. He's electric. He is an electric fighter to watch. And I think that that loss after Derek Brunson... He's especially going to be ready for Jack Hermanson. But Jack Hermanson's a monster in his own right. So that's another fight, yeah. especially coming off of the loss against Vittori. So he's going to be pissed off, ready to watch that right. too. Yeah, seven versus 10 in that division. I mean, uh, Hermanson is actually minus 165 favorite as we're speaking oh, right now. So. so that should be a scrap and a half. Yeah. I, I I honestly would favor Hermanson. He, he's a stone-cold killer, but the, the the loss to Vittori, I don't know. We'll see what happens, not to get too far ahead, but Adesanya Vittori, number two here for the strap. Yeah. I, I don't know why if I agree with that or not, but hey, whatever. He's he's fought his he's fought his way, but I don't think Vittori does a doggone thing. No, I don't think so bender. either. I not, don't think so either. Not one thing. Uh Caitlin Chukagian is uh fighting Arajao Araju. Uh Vivian Araju. I think I've seen her fight a few times, but I'm not uh Oh yeah, she fought your girl Roxanne Motafiri the last <laughs> time. Okay, okay. Oh yeah. Hey, and why I say uh your girl in case, so you guys are now clued in on this. Um, anytime my man Mag sees Roxanne Mudafiri on the <laughs> fight card, he just hammers the I shit hammer it no matter her. what. <laughs> no I might have to switch to whatever the fight is, ending in decision because yeah, she she scraps, man. She, just she scraps the whole fight, and <laughs> she doesn't get knocked out. She will let herself get beaten bloody <laughs> she, she gets destroyed on the feet and then she takes him down and then she and she's just she's just goofy i don't know, I know. She, her nickname is the happy warrior she, <laughs> win or lose she's coming out of there with a giant smile on I her know. face whether she, she's i mean chances are uh, win or lose she's coming out of there looking pretty bloody yeah but, uh, she ain't looking the greatest but. yeah i mean uh <laughs> yeah yeah. She's uh she's one of my favorites for sure yeah you actually also <laughs> have uh antonina shevchenko um fighting on the prelims of this card so okay. looking forward to that as well backing up her sister after a uh, few fight cards ago Jacare Souza fighting Andre Muniz that should be also a solid ass fight so yeah we got some good UFC coming up here man no question about it we got some good solid UFC yeah I mean uh, you know obviously this is the uh the casual in me, I guess you could say the public type uh, perception, but I'm I'm looking ahead to that uh, McGregor Poirier fight in July. A lot mm. of McGregor's starting to get active again on uh, the old Twitter sphere here, see, trying you, to generate some buzz. It seems like. Did you see the no? You wouldn't have been a fan of the UFC when the original one happened, would you? McGregor Poirier, the original fight. Um, not enough. I mean, I've been a fan since I was probably like thirteen, fourteen, See, but I was like real, real, real that. casual. And then uh, probably twenty eighteen or so, twenty seventeen, eighteen is when I've been, you know, watching on a for the most part a weekly basis. I would say. See, that's the fight that put McGregor on the map. Yeah, like that's the fight that allowed McGregor to do the shit talking that he did, and like. His career skyrocketed, and Dustin's kind of went underground at that point. And like now, Dustin has worked himself all the way back up to where he is yeah. now. So, I think this fight, holy cow, uh, McGregor Poirier, the rubber match, it should be electric. I mean, there's yeah. there's no other word for it. No I mean, even that win against Connor gave him a shitload of publicity. I mean, yep. he's starting to do his own little hot sauce yep. gig going on now. I watched. I don't know if you're a fan of the show Hot Ones on YouTube, uh, big time. But uh, you know, Poirier was on that. 
I don't know how many UFC fighters they've had on there, but he was on that. Obviously, you know, if mm. he's in the hot sauce game, they're probably going to be li- more likely. But, uh, you know, he started to become a household name here. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, winner of this probably gets the winner of Oliveira Chandler, you have to imagine, right? I would, uh, I definitely put him right in line yeah, for sure. Probably. I wouldn't, I wouldn't lock it up, but I would definitely say pretty well close. So, yeah, um, we will very soon. Uh, see what's all happening in the UFC. We got some big stuff coming. So enough of that nonsense. Uh, enough UFC banter for today. We've already, uh, Mr. Magnuson, clipped right along here just about an hour, right about 40 seconds under an hour. Uh, so really... Probably get rolling. I don't right know if along. I have hey, too much I, else going yeah, on. Yeah, I haven't really got too much else here happening. We uh, will also, once we go live on YouTube, we will be five days a week. No question. Every morning live. One, two, three, four, five. You heard that right. No question about it. But let's get this episode wrapped up. Episode number 35. Let's close it on out. And if you are a new listener to the TTL pod, you're about to find out why we're a little different than everybody else. Or if you're a loyal listener, thanks for sticking all the way through to this point of the podcast and that's right it's time for colt's motivation minutes now i wanted to uh share just a little something a little something something that's special to me someone who is special to me someone who i uh model my life after and has done some great stuff even though he's only a few years older than me uh and i hope that by in doing this our paths will eventually cross here uh one of these days however uh, one of my favorite recording artists, one of my favorite rappers, I suppose you can call him. I don't really want to call him a rapper because he's not really a rapper. He just has hip-hop music, but also not hip-hop music. Nonetheless, Russ, uh, if you have not heard of him, I suggest you look it up, R-U-S-S. Uh, Russell, I can't think of his last name as I say it now, um, but I'm a very... Big fan, huh? Big, very big fan. <laughs> is. Uh, yeah, you're you're a funny guy. However, um, he he all just flat out does go by Russ, but I know it's Russell Russ something. Vitale. Russell Vitale, yeah. I knew, I knew it was something. He is Italian. I knew that, and he always talks about his Italian roots. However, where am I going with this? Why am I talking about uh, just some random recording artist? Well, he's not so random. And actually, I wanted to share a book that he wrote that has been a huge impact on my life and something that I've used a lot and, and as I said, helped me to mold some of my life uh, and, and use some of the mindset that he uses and models his life after. Now, he wrote a book that is called It's All in Your Head, Get Out of Your Way. And it has three distinct chapters or three sections, rather, and they're delusion, persistence, and gratitude. And this book is actually available on Apple iTunes, Apple Music. You can go on there. Like an audiobook? Yeah, just like an hmm. audiobook. It's completely free. You, at the last time I checked, at least, I still have it on there. I list, go back and listen every once in a while. But again, it's all it's all in your head is the name of the book, and it's by Russ, R-U-S-S. And the messaging behind the delusion that you have to think that you've already made it, he talks about visualization, he talks about thinking that you are the greatest and why the word humility doesn't really set well with him and what he means by that. Uh, Persistence, obviously, we all know the definition of the word persistence, but he gives such a huge perspective and some of the story behind his life and how he is to where he is. And it's not just because he's flashy diamonds and living in big million-dollar homes now. Like, it it took an immense amount of work for him to get where he is. And then the gratitude and, and some of the things that he uses as gratitude and how he uses gratitude in his life. I mean, it's great. So... I, I just wanted to share that book with you guys. I didn't have anything massive major that I wanted to drop uh, for some knowledge for your Monday, but give you just a little something. And it's super easy to consume. It's super short. If you got uh, like a commute to work, 30-minute commute there and from, I think it's only about an hour to tell you the really? truth. Like it's it's a quick one. Or it might be a couple hours, but uh, I know it's very quick. I know 
um, the last few times I've been able to go on a trip, I've I've gotten through it, and I've been like, oh well, already through that one. I gotta nice, get through something easy, else. Eh? Yeah, so it's uh, it's top notch. Definitely go get on uh, Apple Music, or if you like the hard copy, or on Amazon, wherever you get your doggone books. But uh, I just said Amazon Music or Apple Music because it's just the easiest, and you're probably potentially listening to us on Apple Podcasts. So. You know, might as well just keep it all in the family. And, so uh, you know, this is about over. <laughs> yeah, so. so slide on over. I do apologize. Goodness gracious, kid. Uh, just to close things out. Oh, not trying to, He's like, trying to get home. No, at, that's not uh, what I meant like that. Oh, I'm saying no. you're done listening. The listener is done listening to us here in a minute. Oh, And now okay. if they're still trying okay. to listen to something, they can listen <laughs> okay. to that. I'm not trying to rush you along. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, either way, we're rushed along now. So that's my motivation minutes. Go check out It's All in Your Head. Get Out of Your Way by Russ. You'll absolutely love it. I do. I hope you enjoy. Well, partner... Anything you got burning on the brain, on the mind, on the heart, on the soul that you just got to get out to these kind folks that stop by episode 35 of the TTL podcast before we let them go about their Mondays? No, I don't think so. All right. That uh, figures as per usual. I always like to give you the floor just in case. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You have the TTL crew's favorite plays of the day. You have our special play. You have the Moneyline Dice Roll. You got to hear us talk a little bit about some UFC, some updates coming here. And we can't thank you guys enough for not only stopping by the pod, but making it all the way to the end and giving us all of your support. We cannot say thank you enough or tell you how much we appreciate each second that you spend consuming the TTL Cruise content. Without you guys, this is not possible. Our dream, our passion, what we love to produce content on and bring to other people would not be possible without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time out of your day to come and kick it with us because it would not be possible without you. We absolutely love you. We appreciate it. And as per usual, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide, from myself and our mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday, unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets. <laughs>